Welcome to another episode of the Life Adventurous Podcast. This is an amazing journey that we're on. We are learning about the chakras, and not only are we learning about all the chakras, you are getting lots of different angles, inspiration, learning nudges, etc. And this is a powerful chakra that we're in. It's the heart chakra, and I have an amazing guest for you today. We've just been chatting, and I can't wait for you to hear everything she's talking about. Her name is Hamali Vora. And she is a holistic practitioner, intuitive energy healer, spiritual mentor. And I think the most amazing thing we can start with is by welcoming you on the show. And then of course, just share with us a little bit about who you are, you know, go a little bit deeper than what I shared. And of course, I got to include this, like something fun, right? So give the business side and give something fun too. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Jenny, for having me. Um, And really excited to talk about heart chakra. It's really I hold dear to me. About me, I started um, in physical therapy 20 years ago, and I just was looking for something more. You know, I always felt that, you know, first I was really concentrating on that exercise. You know, if you exercise, everything will fall into its place, right? But yet, I see so many, when I worked at the hospital or nursing home, I saw... Uh, patients or clients coming back with either, you know, that reoccurrence of heart attacks, strokes, you know, and or if somebody had uh, total hip, total knee surgeries, and they would come back with, I mean, doctors would tell them you need to lose weight, but there was no direction for it. You know, how do you do it? So that and my kids had severe allergies and asthma. Mm. So I ventured into a certification course of holistic um, integrative nutrition. And from that, once I changed everything in my household, um, literally threw all the products out um, from shampoo, conditioner, toothbrush, toothpaste, cleaning products. I know my husband's like, what is going on? You know, everybody's fearing this change. Mm -hmm. And even food, I started getting all organic. So, of course, our bills were really high. Mm-hmm. Um, but what started happening was that our medical bills started dropping mm-hmm. from two, two to three times a month a visit to doctor's office. It became two times a year visit to doctor's office. Mm-hmm. So that was a great deal. You know, the steroids were stopped. All the medications were stopped. And then I ventured into Reiki and doing more energy work because I kept feeling there's something in my hands that I felt that warmth and that energy. And when I put my hand on any patient, they would feel the heat. And so I wanted to know a little bit more and learn more. And once I started looking into that and learned, you know, Reiki level one, two, and then master Reiki. What started happening was things started shifting for me, Mm. changing. Sometimes it was drastic shifts. Relationships were falling out that were not meant to be in my life. And almost positioning in a place where I would start standing up for what I believed in to really show me who I was. 
And to come back to this, this podcast is that that was my biggest lesson is to myself, mm. to my heart, to start seeing that I need to start, you know, I was looking for things outside, looking for that, um, you know, love, that love and devotion from my husband, from my kids, from everyone else, because I respect them and because I was giving so much to them. But then to realize that I was not giving that to myself mm. and that I needed to start doing that, accepting myself, forgiving myself, you know, because when you're angry, you're angry at yourself, not anybody else, you know, because you already know that, you know, you don't have boundaries around you, you're giving, 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 and you don't feel worthy or deserving to receive things from other people. So that was my journey to really learn self-love, that unconditional self-love mm-hmm. without judgment and accepting everything every part of myself, every shadow, Mm. you know, because we all have that and it's okay. Yeah. And that's when, when you get to that awareness, that's when you can start changing. Mm, I love that. Now something fun, something fun about you. Sorry, that was my description. Oh my God, that was a long description. That was perfect. (laughs) It's perfect. There's like so many directions we can go. Something fun about me. Well, for fun, I do like sound therapy and, you know, meditation and things. But no, I love playing with children. I do. Getting on the floor. I will go jump in the puddles and literally stand in the line to go swing at at the playground. Mm. And literally kids will be standing around me to stand. But I'm standing with them. Yeah, it sounds like you're really good at playing with your your inner child, like letting that inner child shine. But I had to learn to do that, you know, but now it's like it's um, it becomes you. Right. Mm -hmm. Once you start doing a little bit of that to to bring that, it's it's like life is so much fun and you can't take it seriously. Things change all the time. Mm, I love that. And, you know, I'd love to go a little bit more into that, because especially after the year that we had last year in 2020 and even just I still feel like there's a lot of heavy energy in the world, in the USA specifically, because that's where I live and we really feel that, is I want to talk a little bit about that, like that inner child that, which I think goes into the self-love and the self-care and the compassion, but talk a little bit about that journey, you know, what it takes to really, because I feel like so many of us are like really tightly wound, very Mm -hmm. serious, like pushing through, I got to make this happen. And especially if you're an entrepreneur or you're in business, maybe your numbers weren't where you wanted them to be last year. So now here we are in a new year, we're pushing really hard. You know, it's just like a lot of like bald fists, like even just talking about it, I'm like, it just feels so like tight to like embracing that fun and that inner child, which I feel like leads into loving yourself too. So talk a little bit about that. Uh, For sure. I think that, you know, I'm just uh, blessed to have, you know, my siblings that have little kids. Mm -hmm. And so my kids are a little bit older. And so I have the ability to go and, you know, kind of just spend a little time. And it is hard right now because with what's going on, you're trying to distance yourself and not going there. But sometimes we just go out and play and, you know, I think, you know, it's like the kids are so innocent and we were, you know, and I learned so much from them. It's like, even 
from crawling to they're trying to get up. They fall so many times and yet they get, get up and they're not hard on themselves, you know, mm-hmm. because as, as adult, we are like, we feel that we can't fail things, you know, or we feel the shame and guilt and all these other emotions that pile on us. So, and getting in the mud, getting like close to the ground, you know, like I love grounding because, because we are that go, go, go type A personality. I think all of us are right. We are not able to slow down and pause and, and be in that stillness because that's when you hear that your voice that's inside that mm-hmm. you're given the gift of the, our own GPS system that's installed within us. And how do you listen to it? Um, we all have the ability to heal ourselves. And, and so I think being with kids, is, it just brings that, you know, it's fun because it's like, you don't really stay in that box that the society has uh, made for you. And the labels that they've put for you. And, and it's just, it's without judgment. It's without, I mean, I tell you, if I sing in front of my teenagers, they'll be like, please, mom, don't embarrass us, don't sing. And I'm singing in front of my two-year-old niece or nephew. They're dancing and they're singing with me. And so, and I know personally, I can't sing, believe me. People will run away. Right, right. <laughs> so, so to be in that, that place of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. They see you and they run to give you a hug and they, you know, it doesn't matter. They're so happy to see you mm-hmm. and, and give you that attention that you need and things. So I feel that that's how we should be doing that to ourselves. Like you should be running to yourself and accepting yourself, you know, like, wow, you're here, you know, welcome. I'm so glad that you did such a great job. Yeah. And whatever it is, even if it's like you drank one glass of water more than you did yesterday. Yes. You know? Yeah. Or you smiled at one person more than you did yesterday. You said hello to one more person and just being out there. Like my thing for a while was not being seen or heard. I didn't want to. I I just kept myself small because I don't want to be criticized. I didn't want to be, you know, judged. I, you know, I didn't want that because, you know, that was my life cycle. And so, but I'm getting out there and I'm speaking more and talking more because there's so much purpose to it. Mm-hmm. And my heart loves it. Yeah. You know, I get to meet uh, like-minded people and talk about something that really I hold dear to. And, to reach more people, to see there's so much magic in every moment. Even if it's hard times you're going through, there's so many lessons to learn. And you'll see so many beautiful souls come into your existence to support you and love you. Right. So I've seen that, you know, the synchronicity yeah. no, that happens. It makes sense. And I was just thinking about, I've been listening on, on Audible to The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I would, one of the, it's a really easy read, short, you know, short listen, but one of the chapters was talking about black magic and Mm. what was the other one? White magic, I think. And, you know, traditionally when I heard, I've heard those words in the past, I thought like witches or I thought like something, but really I think it applies to what you're talking about because, you know, you talk about being that kid 
right? And, the, and being and being that playful kid, the kid just doesn't care. They dance around, they shake around, like they're just so playful. And then something happens as we grow up, right? Like whether it's the things our parents say to us or teachers or mentors or media or whatever. And in that book, he talks about that being like that black magic because when people like words are really powerful and when people say certain yeah. things like, for example, children should be seen and not heard. Right. And the child, you know, ourselves or whatever it is, oh, you're fat, oh, eat everything, like whatever it is, the child, the person then takes that as now like their new belief, their new law. And that's like where he's talking about that's the black magic on us. So those things then become us and they really were never us to begin with. Right. And so I think that as we grow up, and we're teenagers, adults, and we're coming back to, and hopefully, you know, I'm hoping that you, meaning like the listener, has had an amazing journey where you haven't had to do this, right? But let's get real, a lot of us have had to like unwind. Right. So talk about that, like what do we need to do, right? We've had these things programmed into us. If you, you know, go with Don Miguel Ruiz, where it's like the black magic has been put on us, you know, we've believed that to be true. Like, how do we step into that and create that unconditional love so that we can feel free? Because if the heart chakra is about opening up, if it's right. the center of all of our chakras and one of the most powerful ones, and right. the more open we are, the more we can be in flow, like, how do we get there? Right. So I think my process, um, and that's what I can talk about is, you know, the funny thing is that this morning I have the book. Yeah. I actually, it's on my nightstand and I was like, I really picked it and I said, wow, I haven't read it yet. And so it's funny that you said that. So I need to read that. It's another like confirmation, another nudge. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But the detachment from these beliefs that the society puts, right? You, you have to be that good girl, the good boy, you know, can't cry in front, can't yell, scream, can't, all these can'ts and don'ts that we are placed as a kid. It's because, you know, that's what the society wants. Mm -hmm. This, this robot that acts and speaks and does everything similar or same, you know? And so how do we go uh, about detaching these beliefs? Well, my few of my things that I did was not only, I think mostly I credit everything to Reiki, that practice that I do um, every single day, um, this meditation to kind of clear all the energy and move the energy through and ground myself. But one of the best things I, I remember starting with was Louise Hay's mirror work mm -hmm. and just looking into your eyes. You know, we look in the mirror but we really don't see ourselves because we know that if we look into our eye, we're looking into our soul and we are looking into that little kid that's sitting inside of us, waiting for us to discover it again hmm. and to tell them that, you know what? I love you. I love you. And I, you know, I've done that. I was like, Molly, I love you. And I'm just staring. And to start out, it was so hard for me. First, I was laughing, like, oh, my God, this is so funny. But then to look, you know, I was like, okay, no, you know, I'm just going to be serious. But I was just crying. I was a mess. Because when you look in, you can see the hurt and pain and the things that you've done to yourself. 
the layers and layers and layers of things that you've put and put on your heart, put on everything, right? And so that's how it kind of sheds few things. Telling myself the ho'oponopono, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I thank you, you know, I love you, all those things. And it took a while to do that. Also, I did thought dumping. Everything that came to my mind, I would just start writing. And then at the end, like anything and everything, and sometimes my mind was so fast that my pen couldn't keep up with it. It's mm. like, stop, wait. And I would cry and everything. Because when you start living in awareness, so you're changing, you, you look at your thoughts. What are your thoughts? We think 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Mm-hmm. And probably... Um, 90% is about ourselves criticizing. I should have said that, should have done that, you know, or, oh my God, I look so fat or, you know, Mm -hmm. all these things about ourselves. And so what are those thoughts about yourself? So really working on accepting myself, every cell in my body, Mm -hmm. mind, body, spirit, emotion, everything, every fat cell too, Mm -hmm. cellulite too, you know? Accepting all of that and, and forgiving myself for not standing up for myself mm-hmm. and being in healthcare, I've been advocate for patients. As a parent, I've been advocate for my kids. And, uh, you know, I, I deeply care for elderly and I always stand up for them. But to realize that, you know, I never stood up for myself. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Or telling my husband, you know, I love you more than I love myself. And I really started to the words that you use, like, wow, why don't I love myself? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm beautiful. I I am that love and light that everyone else is. Mm -hmm. But when you start kind of getting more aware of all these things, your actions, you know, how is your body language when you're with somebody? Uh, When you find yourself in the same situation, different people, what is it that you're not learning? What are your lessons in these things? And not asking why me, it's about, okay, well, thank you for this great adventure or, um, you know, this challenge that you put in front of me, universe, divine, whoever you Mm -hmm. want to ask. But what is it that I need to learn from it? Yeah. And so once you start mastering those things, you get to the next level, you vibrate at a different level mm-hmm. and you kind of climb these, you know, they talk about the three dimension, four dimension and all that, but we don't need to go there right now. But, you know, that's how you start kind of, and even death kind of closes your heart, the vulnerability within us, you know, um, the hurt, the pain, the suffering that we go through when you, you we lose someone. And how does it impact you? Um, so one of the course that I did last year was certification was end of life doula. And that's because, you know, my dad, it will be a couple, you know, he passed away 11 years ago. Mm. But that kind of changed my life. In his death, I found life. And looking at his legacy that he left, you know, the things that he did and the impact he had in on other people around him and his community family, friends, and, you know, it was just outreached. And I was wondering what was my legacy? Why am I here for? What is my purpose? And so that's the direction. And so, but self-love, self-respect, I asked all this from other people 
but I knew that I needed to give myself so I know. Because mm-hmm. we all don't know what this is that we want. You know, we want the love. We want all that. But what is it? What is, you know, what do you feel love is? Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody has a different definition and perspective on it. Yeah. And when you were so talking what, about, when you were talking about that journey, right, especially when it comes to what the words you're saying and what you're saying to yourself, yeah. I did a really powerful exercise that was given to me um, by my mindfulness therapist that I'll like, I call her on demand, you know, okay. and I'm like, Oh, I need a little like reshaping, you know, I need a little nudge. And she gave me a really powerful exercise where, you know, a lot of the questions I was asking were very disempowering questions. Like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I learn as fast as other people? Why don't I get this? Why can't I be better? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm generally a really positive person. And sometimes we don't realize we're saying those things to ourselves. And so like you said, with the awareness, I started paying attention to those things that would really just have me feel like really heavy. And she had me write the opposite of it. Right. And mm-hmm. my, my task was to every day to read the opposite of that first in like to myself and then the next thing out loud and what happened was is eventually because I realized how silly it was I was like those things aren't even why am I saying this you know and I eventually those things are now no longer right like I moved into the next the next phase now now there's a new set of things I'm sure I'm saying to myself right because you have to just be aware so do you have any like other exercises or other things that you've done with people, like something like that someone could take today or this week and start working on to like start right. that process. It's funny that I've said the same things to myself because I'm a little slow and to accept that I'm okay. Yeah. I learned that way and that is okay to yeah. accept yourself. You know, I, I remember being, you know, first I was like, I learned, you know, I used to listen to ex- Esther Hicks a lot. And so mm-hmm. it was like, oh, being in that vortex of being positive and all, but the situation will come and dump you right back down into that hole, right? Yeah. Crawl out to then see that no matter what, you do have to do the shadow work. You do have to go deep down and see what the root causes so that you can release it, you know? Mm -hmm. And there are layers in that too. So you might think that you resolve that issue or that, you know, talk or that word that you're using, but then there is a deeper one and deeper and deeper. So it's like onions, you know, you're constantly peeling. But some of the words, you know, um, with this, I just do, you know, I love you. And and that's why I was like, I keep with that mirror work. Mm-hmm. And people say that, you know, oh, I love myself. You know, of course, we are, we are these um, CEOs and, you know, we're running our own business. And of course, I love myself. But do you really, do you trust yourself? Do you, you know, what is it? And how are you using that I am is mm-hmm. a very important thing. So I don't know if I answered your question, but it's more of, you know, some of the affirmations that I love myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I am this love that I want from others. And we were talking about the uh, cup mm-hmm. that's in or full or, you know, when we talk about giving from your cup, right? So I learned it very early that, you know, being in healthcare worker, being an empath and doing this healing work, how I used to exhaust myself. And I didn't have boundaries around me. And um, so not only am I hurting myself, but I'm just giving, giving, giving. But you need to fill it up first, fill yourself up. 
even any caregiver, right? Anybody, we need to fill our cup, our, our jug, our whatever it is, right? Ourself and not give it from that cup. Once we start getting the overflow from that cup. So really give from that overflow mm-hmm. that you have. Yeah. I love, I love that saying, because I feel like so many times we've heard, you know, don't give from an empty cup, don't give from an empty cup. And I think us as humans living this yeah. human experience, a lot of times we, uh, unfortunately, if we've already like learned something, we'll tune it out versus having a beginner's mind. Right. So if you yeah. hear the same thing over and over and over, one of two things happens. One, you tune it out because you're like, oh, I already know that, but yeah. you're probably not doing it. Um, or two, eventually you're like, holy crap, all these people are saying the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm venturing to think if you've been following this series the, series the whole time, you're probably starting to notice through all the chakras and all the people that there are some common themes that keep showing up for you, right? Like, so when, when I want to go into, okay, so we're not talking about just like fill up your cup because it's empty. No, we're talking about give from the overflow of your cup. So right. like, let's dive deeper into that. Like, what does overflow mean? How do I get overflow? How do I know when I have overflow? Right. Like, how do I know I'm clear to give it? Because I'd love to just live on an, like a full cup, right? Yeah. And so really, what does that mean? Yeah. You're right. It's the more now diving deep into self-care. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. They know when you want to say no, because if you are not supported, you cannot support anyone else. If you're not loved or you haven't given yourself that love, then you can't love other people. So, you know, going for walks in the woods, for instance, take that time. Sometimes people say, I don't have time. My schedule is booked. It's filled. But what I've noticed is I've done this personally. I have all these Zoom calls and interviews and things lined up. I'm writing chapters and things like that. Mm so much to do. So sometimes I just like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. My head is going to explode. I leave everything and I go for a four a mile walk mm-hmm. into the woods, have a trail. I'm, I'm, you know, I can just leave from my house and walk. And I come back and I'm telling you, things just fall into its place because you're grounded, you're centered, you are filled with, you know, just that clarity and focus that you are not, you know, you only work on your priorities and then things start just falling into place. People come into your existence. So if you are to help you, you know, with whatever you need and to learn to delegate, mm-hmm. you know, we want to be in control all the time. And we know, of course, you know, we're the best people to provide the help the right way and nobody else, right? To our kids, to our loved ones or people that are suffering and in pain, but you cannot, you know, it's like, it's okay to delegate. It's okay to um, let them do their own way. There are so many different ways of taking care of one person, you know, not one is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. So that's one of them, you know, delegating and it's okay to take time out for yourself. It is not selfish. Mm -hmm. we're, We're taught that. It's okay to sit in the bathtub while the kids are crying and yelling out there. And, you know, because no matter what, once you are composed, you are centered, 
you're able to hold them much better and you're not angry at them and yelling and screaming, increasing their trauma. Believe me, people, I'm talking with experience. Yeah. That's where my journey started because I was just, I was yelling, screaming mom, trying oh. to get the out of the house, back into the house mm -hmm. and to the classes and, you know, 10,000 classes that we society have to have the kids do and have to be behind them for, you know, studies and A's and stuff. So I've been there. And so it's okay to step away from all that. It is okay. It's okay to go on a one week retreat by yourself while your loved ones, your parents or husband, no matter how they will take care of it. They will survive. Believe me. Yeah. I've done it. And so when you come back, you come back with this overflow where you're so happy, you're excited, you met like-minded people or just be by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, that loneliness is one of the, you know, blockages of heart chakra. Mm. So one of the things that you have talked about and you've even maybe said on the show, because, uh, by the way, if this is funky people, like it's because you know what shit happens. My freaking podcast card ran out and we're just like picking up. So this is going to be perfect the way that it goes. But we were talking about the overflow and the whole concept of like, okay, with entrepreneurs and moms and busy people and corporate and everything, right? Like it's always about, you always hear, oh, just make sure you're not an empty cup how can you give to other people if your cup is empty? Like, I feel like that concept has been talked about a ton. Right. But the concept that I don't feel like is talked about enough is what you talk about. And that is, you know, serving, filling, giving from an, a cup that's overflowing. And right. so I want to know a little bit more about that because I think that that's such a great takeaway. You mm -hmm. know, like, what does that mean? What does an overflowing cup mean? What does that look like? Right. And so um, overflow is kind of you're flowing, you're connected, um, you're more focused and clear in, you know, what you're doing, your purposes. And so, um, for instance, um, some of the things, it's mostly talking about self-care. Yes. And, you know, this radical self-care and people use these words now, right? And, and you're trying to um, figure out what that means. And so... I totally get that. And as a caregiver, healthcare worker, all these people, we give so much. We're always constantly in the move and, you know, controlling and planning and giving. So what is it that, how do you bring that back to you? Like, how do you feel yourself? It's like some of the things that you love, you know, personally, I go for walks mm -hmm. and even though I have so many things lined up for the day and I'm overwhelmed, things are just chaotic. That's when I, you know, my head is about to explode. And that's when I feel that I just need to get out and mm -hmm. breathe some air. And so there's something to, you know, walking in the woods or going for a walk because you're breathing in that you're slowing down, you're mm -hmm. breathing in that fresh air. You're taking in more oxygen. You know, you're filling that your body, your cells, with this good, uh, fresh air from outside in the woods. It's just magical. Yeah. It's like know? a reset. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you listening to the birds and whatever it is, it is, or it's the stillness that you see. Yeah. You know, sometimes I w walk in the woods and 
I um, find like a stream or something and I sit there mm. and I meditate. I just close my eyes and just imagine this light coming through me from top of my head. So my crown chakra going through my third eye, my throat chakra, heart, and then it's kind of, you know, flowing, lighting up every chakras and every meridian points or trigger point around my body and kind of going down with, you know, solar plexus, the sacral chakra, root chakra, and going down to my legs and feet and to the uh, ground, all the way to the center of the ground. That, and then I see that loving energy coming from the earth and going up. So it's mm. like just five to 10 minutes of that, that yeah. kind of fills your body up. It starts moving these cells in your body. And, you know, just being in that stillness, there's something to it, you know, and yeah. we talked a bit about that being in tuned with that GPS system that you are gifted with, you mm -hmm. know, that yourself. And so to listening to that. So when I come back, I'm more focused, clear, you know, I have this clarity and people are brought into my existence to help me. And, you know, and things start, you know, just falling into its place. Yeah. And better than I would have tried to sit there and navigate and figure out and then also to learn to navigate, you know, navigating, delegating. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant. Delegating the work to other people. Mm -hmm. And of course, nobody else does better work than you yourself does. But it's okay to give that control away. Yeah. You know, trust. You know, it's really about trust. You Sometimes it's like you don't trust yourself. So that you don't extend that trust to someone else. Yeah. You know, and you feel that, you know, no one can take care of your kids or your uh, elderly parents or someone as good as you. And that's why you need to be in control and observing every move and things. But there might be different ways. There are so many ways to taking care of someone. And it's okay to try it, you mm -hmm. know something like that, or going out, talking on the phone with your girlfriends, painting, you know, what is that meditative state with for you? Mm -hmm. Playing with mud, clay, gardening, all those things are grounding, you see, because we're this in fast pace, type A personality, we all are on the go, go, go. So this energy is constantly vibrating, you in this, you know, fight or flight all the time. And so how do you pause for a moment, just take a breather you know and slow yourself down that will fill you up yeah I, so, I love that yeah that will put you in that awareness that will put you in that pause pause is very important if you don't notice if you know like even when you breathe that one breath you take there's a pause and then when you let out there's a pause after that so when you breathe there's that so that pause is very important. And so pausing between things, pausing in your life, it's very important. Yeah, I love that. And I, I mentioned on a previous episode how uh, one of my main goals this year is to pay attention to where I am agitated, annoyed, frustrated, overwhelmed, overthinking, analyzing, and pay attention to those moments so that I can not only rewire but go into the heart with gratitude. But I think that what you just shared is something that's going to help with that because the idea of overflowing, 
I, I can just imagine like a busy entrepreneur, or a busy mom or a busy professional, right? Running around and feeling like, especially I came, I was a corporate sales professional traveling Ooh. all over the country. So very busy, right? And sometimes yeah. I, I fed off that energy. Yeah, I, I loved it. But at yeah. the same time, you know, there were times I was empty, but I had to keep giving and then yeah. I was exhausted. So just imagine what my life or what your life could be like if you take this concept and put it into your life. Because with intention, with pauses, with boundaries, with all these things, how much more unstoppable and a word that we're bringing into our business this year, unfuckwithable that you can be, right? Like just imagine what that can look like. And what's amazing is this is like such things that are simple, Mm-hmm. are sometimes the hardest things, right? Because right? yeah. you listen, you're like, oh yeah, you know, all I have to do is go to my heart and it's all about the heart chakra and open up, you know, but it does require that work and it does require retraining yourself to do things maybe a little bit differently than what society taught you, culture taught you, family, friends, etc. For me, at least, some of these things are very different than right. what I learned from society, culture, business, etc. Right. you know? No, I, I totally agree. Like you talked about boundaries, you know, we we, we want to say no, but yet we go ahead and do that. Yes. You know, go ahead and, so that's very important. Self-care is not selfish, people. It is not. And it's okay to take care of yourself because, you know, in the end of the day, nobody else can take care of you as you can take care of yourself because you know what it, it looks like for you. So if you need to take a bath, and while kids are crying, do that. Yeah. Um, you know, husband will take care of them. It's okay. Just put a headphone and put some good music. It's not neglect. Maybe the kids will work it out in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, come out, you are able to give so much more from that overflow, right? Mm-hmm. You are, those things that trigger you won't trigger you as much. The things that, you know, made you angry, well, you'll be more calmer. You'll be able to respond and not react. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trust trust in the process sometimes. And you don't have to be sitting near the stream or a water. You can just sit on a parking lot in your car. Mm-hmm. You know, we're blessed with these, you know, now online YouTube water flow music or any music, you know, you want to listen to. There are um, binaural music, you know, at different hertz, and that helps with even cleansing of negative energy, mm-hmm. not only in your house space, but within your space. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think with everything you're talking about, it's just a good reminder, especially when things are hectic in your life, heavy in your life, and even in the world, mm-hmm. that you can come back to these practices, come right. back to the heart come back to just that peace. Mm-hmm. And and it all starts with that self-love and that self-compassion and that self-care. And and I think you even were like unconditional love. I mean, that's just a whole, I think self-care and, and please get, let me know if you agree or not, but I feel like self-care is kind of like the first step mm-hmm. to, and then unconditional love is like the next layer. You right. know, it's like mm-hmm. the different layers of it. Right. The unconditional self-love is like without judgment, without criticism, accepting every cell in your body or your Mm -hmm. thoughts or everything that you are, even with your shadows. And 
when you're hectic and all these things are falling apart, that's when you need the good nutrition, you know, that hydration with good water and mm -hmm. you know, yourself up. And so that you can release whatever you're working, you know, mm -hmm. that's when you need the energy work. You know, I think it was, uh, was it Oprah or, or Deepak Chopra that talked about uh, when you say you don't have time to meditate, that's when you need to meditate hmm. twice. I love and, that. Right. And, and, and so it is so important. I'm telling you, try that. When you have a full schedule, like I did today, or I do today, I have start meeting started at 830 in the morning till I have till 930. Oof. I'm doing class. And so that's the first thing I did is meditated. I read, uh, um, you know, some Bhagavad Gita verses and, you know, some little mantra and prayers and just kind of filling that myself up. And I take a pause. And so sometimes when you're drowsy, sleepy and all that, you just go into that meditation for five, 10 minutes, you come up, you have so much more energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot I've been working on a really powerful course called Silva Ultramind. Mm. And it gets into different like alpha and theta beats and really just going into your center and intuition and whatnot. And I'm just a weekend and I'm, I finally think I've, I've discovered and understand what that like relaxation and that meditative state is. Right. I, it's just, it's the whole idea of being unfuckwithable is to where when stuff happens, like you said, your triggers and whatnot, you just, you just chill. Like, you know, you're not like getting your panties in a bunch and freaking out and creating all this stress, which then leads to disease, which then leads to everything else. Right. Like, it's just kind of like, yep, that's happening. I'm cool. Right. Yeah. Cause I think it's, it's like, you're operating from your center. You're operating from who you are, your higher power, your soul, like however you want to look at it. And, you know, I think everything you've shared and we could probably do a whole nother episode or a whole nother thing on like nutrition, right? Like in going into that and how that works with the body. I mean, I, I feel really like at peace. Like I feel very calm. I feel at peace. I feel empowered. You know, if you're feeling the same way and you're listening and you want to work with Hamali, you know, what, what would they do? Like if they're like, oh my God, I want more. I want to hear more. Like where do they go? How do they find you? What's next? Right. So um, I'm still, you know, developing my website and content and things, but it's www.himalivora.com or on Facebook. It's at Coach Himali and it's H-E-M-A-L-I. And I'm still still evolving and learning. It's a process, but I love teaching uh, Reiki. I certify people and I am creating an online Reiki one and two class. So hoping to have that soon. Yeah. If you're ready to talk about that or I do distant healing, uh, you want to talk about that. I would love to help you with your disease process, your pain, your traumas, or if you just are transitioning and you don't know where to start with spirituality. I love holding space for you for the, you know, then. Oh, I love that. And you know, guys, like we only like touch the surface on everything that she has to offer. Like when, when we were talking about this podcast before I was like, we got this and that, and this and that, like, she's got so many things and so many modalities that you could go down, you know, many different 
you know, like Allie's with her. So if you are feeling that call, you're feeling it in your heart and you want to continue the conversation with Hamali and you want to continue the conversation, you know, in your journey, make sure you reach out to her, listen to that nudge. You know, you never know what would happen, what door may open, you know, for both of you, right? Like reach out, start the conversation. And no matter when you feel that nudge in life, follow it. Cause you never know what's on the other side of that door. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been learning and I'm getting better and better at listening to my intuition. Mm. Higher power is offering the angels, guardian angels and my whole council. And we all have that. And so how do you do that? You know, so thank you so much, Jenny. Of course. You know, this was a great chat. I really enjoyed. Thank you, everyone. And I would love to create that safe space for whoever is interested. Thanks, guys. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Life Adventurous podcast. If you love this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. For course information, freebies, and to stay connected, join our Ohana, that means family, at www.2jhala.com forward slash Ohana. Remember to stay positive, enjoy the journey, and most of all, keep those eyes open for all of the adventures surrounding you.